0: Hey, I'm DJ. And I'm Jake. And let's get Jake. bent. Welcome back everyone. Welcome back to Get Bent, the podcast where we recap the podcast where we recap episodes of Avatar and the Last Airbender. <laughs> retrospective! It's a retrospective of our retrospective. Time to get deep. Mm, time to get recursive. Recursive layers of recursion here. Oh no. Oh no. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Well, Now we're actually looking back on our podcast, which is looking back on a TV show.
1: Yeah, so we're looking today to talk about... So we we recently just finished the series of Avatar the Last Airbender. So we're going to, you know, probably talk about our favorite episodes, what like maybe maybe we'll do top 5, we'll talk about the actual experience of podcasting it. Uh, yeah. Maybe talk about some of our favorite moments of podcasting and some of the uh, the trends we've noticed in podcasting.
0: And then talk a little bit about what we're going we're doing going forward. Mm-hmm.
1: Shout out to all those bot spammers that give us some listens every now and then
0: that inflate our egos and nothing else uh,
1: I know at least one of these isn't bot spammers, but we have some we have some people that are botting us every now and then because d j is uh he pays for bots. I do not pay for bots <laughs> That's exactly what someone who pays for bots would say i
0: I don't like the bots because they they make our statistics harder to
1: read mm-hmm. I do wonder sometimes like listen, looking at the listens. I do think a a pop culture related tagline will always get you more listens. What do you mean? So like uh Oh, like like the first
0: episode like if You just start dropping dank memes like the first episode. Yeah, so
1: we we we've talked about it with uh, Kevin before where his he has his podcast The Mental Machine. Yeah, go and, listen to that. By the way, it's a good
0: podcast. And We're on
1: his it most listened to podcast is uh, um, called "X Going to Give It to You."
0: Well, we we figured that was because people are looking on SoundCloud for, for "X Going to the song X yes. Going to Give It to You." But
1: it, it is his most listened to podcast because it's you know it might just be people that listen for a second and realize they're not listening to the uh, you know the song. Yeah, the podcast
0: is actually him talking about the Xbox One. But
1: we have so. tested it by making another song called Rough Riders Anthem, and it also got extra views, so I think having a a tag that people will search for is obviously going to get you more listens.
0: Well, our first episode is Everything Changed When the Fire Nation Attacked, and that is indeed a meme, so...
1: Is it really? Yeah.
0: yeah it's, it's like, you know, you just start out
1: with something, and then everything changed when the Fire <laughs> Nation attacked. That makes sense. And yeah, that is our most listened to, obviously our first, and... uh and then listeners drop off because I think people hate us. Oh, they might. I mean, I hate DJ. I've been told at least once in feedback that our jokes push the boundary of good taste,
0: without I mean, having quite
1: gone over it. But I mean, I, but we've gotten real close. I, I take a single person's opinion with a grain of salt, though.
0: Um, I, I take it the other way. If one person is saying it, I think that there's probably like at least six more that are thinking it. Um,
1: I think it is a lot easier to offend a single person than it is to offend the masses. Oh, that's possibly true. Because a single person can have very uh specific very, tastes. yeah, very specific tastes. So I I will take if if multiple people come in and tell me, you know, you fucking suck. Stop stop doing that. You racist fuck. I'll be, like, oh damn, I must be a racist fuck.
0: I mean, just remember though, the the if one person speaks, a lot of people are probably not speaking about it but thinking it. So no, fuck them. Nah. <laughs> nah we're not gonna get up here and say like fuck it fuck you for listening to us. That yeah. I feel like that's a bad way to go about it.
1: <laughs> no, fuck you, okay, I'm the man, I'm fucking awesome.
0: No, I like feedback though. Tell no, me actually I wanna say I'm greatly appreciative of everyone who has listened to the podcast, who has stuck it out this far. Even appreciative of the people who have like popped in for one listen, be like, Hey, what's this? And then and they're like, wow, sound quality, and they're like to hate you. oh no, oh, you no. guys sound awful.
1: Dumb idiots. I
0: listened back to our finale episode though, while I was editing it though, and our our sound quality is much better now than it was at the beginning.
1: I haven't gone back and listened to like the early podcasts, but it's rough. There's a lot of echo. the The room wasn't like
0: properly. Soundproofed, so it's just good. Gonna... No, it's not properly soundproof, but it's a lot better than it was. Mm-hmm. We have a legitimate mic arm now, so we're not getting like the vibrations through the floor. But we're talking about a
2: dude
1: named Mike is now sitting here
2: holding yeah. it
0: up for us. Thanks, Mike. Mike's a real Mike guy. doesn't talk. He's a real good guy, though. He do- he doesn't talk because we don't pay him to talk. <laughs> we don't pay anyone. We don't pay no. We don't pay anyone, nor do we get paid. I wish I got paid. But my producer is telling me not to. <laughs> my producer. <laughs> When we say that Jason is our social media guy, uh, it doesn't mean that we actually hired a guy named Jason to promote us on social media. But his media. name is Jason. We just know a guy named Jason who knows his way around social media. And is just He's like, got yeah, nothing whatever. better
1: to do all day than promote our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's sad that that's not true. Mm. Oh, it's sad that that is true. Come on, Jason. I love you, guy. You're my guy! <laughs> So, yeah, we just, we just wrapped the, uh, the first series of Avatar. So uh, I guess maybe start with uh, what's next. What's, what's to be expected? So we spoke about it briefly, and uh, I know we had mentioned early on in the podcast that our goal was to go chronologically through the Avatar universe, not through the series release. I think that might. Well, it's already been
0: broken by the fact that we've thrown that they've thrown the Kyoshi
1: book at us, which is chronologically the first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is logistically not the best way to go about it. So we've spoken. I think it's going to be the next main project is going to be Cora, mm-hmm. and we will intermittent it with the comics. Um, basically as special episodes. Uh, we haven't decided if it'll be, like, a special series, or if it'll be, like, single drop episodes every now and then be like, you know, today we're doing The Promise, today we're doing The Search.
0: I still think we should do The Promise first, because
1: that does set a lot of the groundwork for Korra. Okay. And we will be doing the Lost Episodes next, uh, probably just as a single podcast. Yeah, that'll just be a single podcast. That's easy. But we will do that. I think that episode was
0: relatively well viewed to the the last episode one, so I wonders
1: we have the technology well, to look playing, it up yeah,
0: but well played because <laughs> nobody views podcasts we don't have a video component
1: we could though
2: mm,
1: i I, I know, don't think we would be any value in that I know when so we did the what the lost episodes in between season two and three right uh yes, uh, yes, um. It's not a, it's it's an averagely viewed podcast for us. Okay, that's fair. DJ's a dumb idiot and can't read numbers. I don't have them up in front of me. All I have is like our
0: overall stats up in front of me, which we which we will talk about. Mm-hmm. But I think before we start talking about the podcast, we should actually talk a little bit about the show. Okay. Now that we're here at the end of it. Like we'll the, the show good...
1: of the Avatar, not the show of the podcast of the show of the Avatar? The Last Airbender.
0: We should talk about James Cam- James Cameron's Avatar. All right, so what happens is,
1: uh, so John Smith is on a boat. Uh huh. He's coming uh-huh. to the New World, yep. and he's going to kill all the engines.
0: Oh well, yeah, like you do. Okay.
1: But John, but, but John Smith decides, "Damn, this one Indian, fine. I want to, I want to get with that."
0: Now this was weird because he was like sixty and she was fourteen.
1: But not in the not in the movie. In the movie, they were both, uh, you know, troubled youths.
0: Yeah, they were like eighteen or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Whatever. So John Smith decides I want to I want to get with this in Indian woman. But Native Indian- American is what the uh, the term should be nowadays. But we're talking back in uh, Walt Disneylands, where so it
0: was, it was clearly Indian. Yeah, it was Indian. I think that was the parlance.
1: And then uh, and then her raccoon friend was doing things, and they were singing about the wind. And then they bang and they stopped the bad guys.
0: Uh, didn't the bad guy have a pug? Probably. I'm yeah, pretty sure the bad guy had a pug. Um, uh, and then we, we all learn to paint with all the colors of the wind. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that movie probably doesn't age really well, actually. What, Pocahontas or uh, yeah, Avatar? Pocahontas. Okay. They're the same movie. In case you're wondering, James Cameron's Avatar is just Pocahontas with blue people and hair sex. Oh No, 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 no.
0: It, it's, it's James Cameron's Tom Cruise is the last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tom Cruise is the last samurai. He's actually not the last samurai in that movie. Yeah, I... That movie doesn't make sense to me. It's, uh... It is Tom Cruise killing people with the samurai swords. That
1: There's is that. true. And they do all get shot down by rail guns at one point.
0: Uh, Gatling guns. Rail like guns. Machine guns. guns. Is there a difference? A, a rail gun is like a, 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 like a an energy gun. <laughs> it's like something you have in Quake. Okay. Um, and we somehow just didn't mention Dances with Wolves, which is all this. But you know, never mind. James Cameron's Avatar is an extremely overrated movie.
1: It is visually stunning. Yes, I believe it still is to this day The visual effects hold up mm-hmm. I am not overly excited for Avatar 2 Kind of like how Avatar The Last Airbender Part 2 Legend of Korra Is not the greatest
0: It's not quite as good as At least not in my memory It does not hold mm-hmm. a sanctified place So we may be able to get a little bit More negative on that Although I think that people who enjoy this podcast Enjoy the general positivity that we have
1: overall. Yeah we're, we all love Love children's shows you just loves children. What's worse than a rapist? A child. Um, so yeah, the the series as a whole, it obviously it's fantastic, arguably one of the best shows of all time, which is not just our opinion. That is a legitimate critical opinion that people have.
0: I did go to IMDB to find like the bad reviews, of which there are like three um, out of like a thousand. And they're all varying degrees of insane. <laughs> they don't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I had thought at one point to do a dramatic reading of those, but I
1: I don't feel like singling people out on that. All right. And also, they're not that interesting. Yeah, so... We, we started off... I know, I know when we started off, it was actually not... I wouldn't say negative, but it wasn't overly positive either. Well, a lot of the early episodes are just good just good children's TV.
0: Yeah, we spent a lot of season one, if I remember, saying, like, is this the point where it turns from a good-for-a-kids good, good for a kid's show into a good show? By some point in te- season two, it's just a good show.
2: Yeah.
1: And we, we, we stopped having to have that as a basis for comparison. Yeah, and that's basically the time where we start saying, like, I don't remember this being its own episode. I just remember it being Avatar. Like you stop especially for, season 2. Yeah, you stop forgetting where the episode divides are, you know, you could say the the great divide between the episodes.
0: I mean, I do Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like season 3 goes a little bit back to being episodic cuz I do remember everything being a little bit more episodic in there and that that held up. But also season 3 was just a generally fairly
1: high bar of quality, so mm-hmm. I do always I always forget like, season three seems a lot more condensed to me than it actually is.
0: Well, we mentioned that it feels like Zuko is a good guy for a lot longer than he actually is in the series. Mm-hmm. They, they take a while to get there. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. But if you go around the fandom, it's just generally accepted that Zuko is one of the good guys, in spite of the fact that he spends more
1: time in the show as a bad guy than a good guy. I mean, he's guy. a villain for 75% of the series. Mm-hmm. Probably more than that. Yeah, and he's relatively hateable
0: in season one, too. He's just a bad guy. I mean, he's not, like, super bad, because they,
1: they introduced Zhao pretty early, so and are they, like, well, it could be worse, so but... The big thing this series does, from the beginning, is they never play Iroh out to be a bad guy. Iroh is always a guy, from the beginning, who you see, like, there, there are definite, definite layers to him. He never seems like just, like, the Fire Nation villain type person.
0: Yeah, I mean, you do see occasional moments where he is actively opposing Aang and the gang, but it feels more like he's supporting Zuko than that he has any actual malice for Aang. Yeah, I don't think there's ever a fight where Iroh fights the the heroes. There is. In the the second episode, uh, when they are escaping, Iroh helps Zuko attack them. Does he? Yes, he, yes, he is does. Is he the big fireball?
2: Yep.
1: Okay, he was the big fireball. I couldn't remember if he was the big fireball. But yeah, he always seems to realize that, and he'll often be standing in the background while Zuko is fighting them. Yeah, he's not gonna like go against. It, but you see, but I think
0: that's the, the... he does help Zuko, Zuko fight in the big courtyard fight in the uh, Shirshoe episode.
1: In the Shireshu episode, Bato of the Water Tribe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think that that I do think that having Iroh by Zuko's side though helps to lessen the villainy of Zuko.
0: Well, yeah, cause Iro is keeping Zuko from going up because there are moments where Zuko's getting ready to mm-hmm. go into full villainy, and Iro pulls
1: him back. so I actually do have a serious question. Is Iro the reason why the show is awesome? He's the reason for my life. He's the inspiration <laughs> no, so so serious question though, like if you don't have a character like Iro to balance out Zuko, does it just become a bad versus good series? Would you have Zuko's redemption arc without Iroh? No, you wouldn't. Like, I think, without a character like Iroh, who is clearly, you know, you know, he has roots in the Fire Nation, he has that, like, you know, national pride, I'd say, but not, like, he's not sipping the Kool-Aid. Like, Aang does
0: try to talk Zuko down a few times, but... It never Zuko works. is clearly not receptive to listening to
1: Aang, yeah, even if what Aang is saying Yeah, is yeah and right. like, with that, like, the the big thing you think of is right after the Blue Spirit, where... You have the scene, I can always picture this scene, like, vividly, where Aang looks almost defeated, sitting on the uh, the branch, and he's like, do you think in another life we would have been friends? And Zuko just angries at him. Yeah. He just angry firebrands him. And, like, him. that is, like, such an emotional, like, you can see that, like, Aang is legitimately troubled by the fact that he does feel like, if it wasn't for the war and all the Fire Nation uh, propaganda, that... Zuko is a good person in his heart And they, they could have been friends in another situation
0: Well that's kind of gets to the core of Aang's character He's not a warrior, he's a peacemaker mm-hmm. He's a diplomat And he would really rather not have to be spearheading a war effort But that's the state the world is in
1: mm-hmm. Well maybe if he wasn't such a bitch and ran away When the world needed him most mm. Well he beats himself up over that a lot too So <laughs> Yeah the series is a lot of putting too much on a child's shoulders. But he does shoulder that burden in the end.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not to be confused with burdening your shoulders. The
0: the one hundred and twelve year old child.
1: Yeah. He's a pedophile. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> yes. Tech age is just a number, right? Uh. <laughs> We don't think
0: too much about that about that <laughs> implication. Uh, Legend of Korra does establish that uh, Aang did lose some time from being. He the does, ha- yeah, he does. So not- he, he ends up dying in his fifties. Okay, how old is Katara in Korra? Well, his hundred and fifties, I guess. But um, well, Katara is like in Legend of Korra, she's like seventies, eighties, okay, or something so like that. that. So yeah. they, oh, well, because
1: Korra's a teenager, right? Yeah, Korra is like 16, I think. Okay, so we can assume that 16, Katara 70. is 16 years older than, A- or 17 years older than Aang was when he died.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: The math That's is That's how it works. works. The math is there.
0: So if Aang was in like his, his 50s, that would make
1: Katara like... 67, almost 70 yeah, maybe. close to pushing 70. And Sokka's dead, right? So- yeah, Sokka's dead. So Sokka dies young too. Sokka dies young. Do they ever establish how he dies? Just of old age. Alright, so they they do establish it peacefully in his sleep. Yep, peacefully in his sleep.
0: He he's not violently murdered. Neither is. And I don't think Zuko's dead, right? Zuko's still alive. He's yeah. no longer the Fire Lord. He stepped down and abdicated to his daughter. And yeah. yes, he's now the fi- Father Lord. He's the Father Lord. Um, <laughs> and what was it? Toph is still alive, but she's a. Smother. That that that, that is a
1: big spoiler, DJ. You dick. Mm. That, that is a big reveal When she shows up again Well the fact that she's alive Is not uh a they, Yeah so, so they never they, I will say They never specifically say She's dead But all of her kids Kind of treat her Like she's dead They're just not part Of her life anymore
0: Yeah Their life anymore So it, it is a like The fact damn. that she the, the fact that she shows up Would be a spoiler But the fact that She's alive Is not a spoiler mm-hmm. But now that we've Gotten into this We've, we've made it a spoiler Damn so. it DJ You're the worst Just like this
1: podcast I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. Um. So yeah, uh, let's let's try to let's try to establish like maybe some top five epito- episodes of the series.
0: Sure. Do we want to get a
1: bottom five too? Uh, yeah the the great divide. Yep. The great divide. Uh, yes. The, uh, the, the the great divide. The great divide. divide. Mm. Uh, the great divide. Oh, what about and, uh, what about the great divide? I think the great divide. Mm, okay, I that think is that's a the, solid okay. bottom five. If that right is. Inarguably the absolute worst episode Uh-huh
0: And we got into how it was definitely like a network mandated thing Like mm-hmm. they wanted an episode that is completely standalone So that they could air it as a rerun Yeah uh, But doesn't do it any favors
1: So How about this? This might be easy Because it's going to be difficult I think To just think of like the worst episodes uh, How about I, I'm going to go season by season and I'm okay. going to name the top five lowest rated episodes in those seasons, and we're going to and if you tell me if they make your top five worst. Okay. Okay. All right. So, let's see. Season one has the Great Divide, obviously. Jet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Bato of the Water Tribe. Okay, Bato of the Water Tribe's not great. The Northern Air Temple, the Fortune Teller, and the Waterbending Scroll. Okay,
0: that makes sense. Uh, of those, I would say the jet is actually the best of those episodes. Okay, so I think Jet's actually a pretty good episode. I think it does a lot for Katara's characterization. Jet is the second
1: worst of those episodes by rating.
2: Hmm.
1: Oh, and actually, I uh, I mess up a little bit. The Northern Air Temple shouldn't be on there. Imprisoned is actually oh okay. the, is the the best of the worst.
0: Imprisoned, I feel yeah. Imprisoned is kind of a. I'm not a huge fan of that episode.
1: It feels overly long. So I do of, like the George Takei's in it. Uh, so that's cool. Yes. Yeah, so of those, the only ones I can think of that would potentially be bottom five are the Great Divide and Bato of the Water Tribe. Yeah, possibly. Maybe, maybe the I Quartun like teller. the courtyard fight in Bato of mm-hmm. the Water Tribe a lot. So maybe the fortune. Teller. The fortune teller could be on there.
0: Uh, the fortune teller is a genuinely very funny episode. It's, though, yeah, so. it's <laughs>
1: fun. It's funny, but it doesn't. It is do very fun. So those are the three in season one, I think, are contenders. Does that sound fair? Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, as of right now, we will put Bato of the Water Tribe, The Fortune Teller, and The Great Divide on the bottom five. Okay. Okay, does that sound fair? Sure, sure. All right, so season two. Let's see what the worst episodes on there are. Yeah, none of these are going to be in the bottom five. Uh, Maybe Avatar Day. We've got The Swamp. Nah, Swamp's good. Avatar Day. Um. Jesus, it gets hard after that. Uh, Cave of Two Lovers. Okay. All the stuff before Toph shows up. Um, the Serpent's Pass.
0: Oh, the filler family. Or the the plot device. Family.
1: And Bitter Works. That's five, right? Yeah. Uh, Bitter Works is a great episode, yep. so shut up. Yep. Cave of Two Lovers, The Swamp, Avatar Day, Bitter Works, and Serpent's Pass are the, the bottom five, critically, based on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Of by them. critically, you mean what fans, audiences voted. Yes. yes. Um, so, of those, I could definitely see Avatar Day
0: being a bottom five. Yeah, again, that's a legitimately funny episode and some great Kyoshi business, but mm-hmm. if I had to pick a weak episode of season two, that'd probably be it.
1: And The Swamp is just not as much as I remember it being.
0: I like The Swamp a lot,
1: though. I, I like good... it. I appreciate what it does, and it does uh, foreshadow Toph. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you think about it, it is... They, they, they land in the swamp, and uh, they foreshadow Toph. I mean, I honestly
0: say, like, as much as we love Secret Tunnel songs, Cave of Two Lovers is... Yeah, that episode
1: is actually not that great. Not should. a
0: great episode. Yeah,
1: upon watching it again, it is literally just,
0: Secret Tunnel! And uh, the, the harrowing of the Plot Device family, which is our name for the episode, which also I'm... not a great episode. Yeah. Though it has some really cool Suki business.
1: Yeah, I think... If I had to put any of those on potential bottom fives, I think it would be Avatar Day and The Cave of Two Lovers. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I'm not convinced anything in season three could be bottom five. Painted Lady. Okay. So season three. The worst episodes in season three are based on, you know, based on ratings. Or not ratings, uh IMDB scores are Nightmares and Daydreams. I guess that's fair. I still think that's a good and
2: necessary episode. The Painted Lady.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Runaway. Okay. uh, Okay, now I gotta look again. Uh, The Headband. Oh, Footloose. And The Beach. Those are the top five worst episodes. The only one of those episodes that I'd actually say is not
0: that great is Painted Lady. And that's just because it's basically a Captain Planet plot. You, As you said,
1: it's basically Janestown, but it doesn't end as well as Janestown does. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's Janestown if everyone ends actually kind of... I mean, they end up kind of happy, right?
0: Well, yeah, it would be like Janestown if everyone's like,
1: Yeah, Jane's the hero of Canton. And Jane's like, Yeah, sure, I am yeah. the hero of Canton. Everything <laughs> everything is fine with this. I think Janestown is the best episode of Firefly. Mm. Okay. I legitimately think Janestown is the best episode of Firefly. Yeah, and they have a little bit
0: of... Painted Lady gets a little, like, touches close to that territory, but just fumbles the ending. Yeah.
1: For any... I know I mentioned it in the episode, but for anyone who can't remember... So, Janestown in Firefly. Firefly, uh... I'm going to say at this point, it is hyped beyond its actual value. Right. Okay. But it is still an incredible show. Okay. The show is not the end-all be-all of television that the hype has now elevated it to. It is more of a, the show was too good to have been canceled, but still got canceled for some reason. Right. But, so, the episode of Firefly, there's a, in Firefly there's a character named Jane who is, uh, first of all, he's a guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. They, there's a few jokes about Jane having a girl's name, but Jane ain't a girl.
0: Josh Whedon likes to give big burly dudes girls names. Mm-hmm. It's just like one of his tics,
1: okay. I guess. But <laughs> he is like literally the hardest member of the crew. He is the most. He's the token vi- evil teammate. Yeah, he is. He is the most. Vi- he is the guy who will do anything for money, and, and like, no, nothing is out of the question if the price is good enough. In a
0: party that is mostly neutral and good leaning, he is the mm-hmm. uto- he is the one like neutral evil guy. I would say he is lawful evil. He's he does well. Money is his code. Yes, and he he gets he becomes a better person as it goes on mm-hmm. because eventually he starts caring about his teammates
1: more than um, the money. Okay, sorry. The best episode in my opinion is probably Ariel. The, Ariel. yeah, which is also because it is a because Jane the, heavy episode. Yes. So, oh
0: god. Although Adam Baldwin's a terrible person,
1: is not it? Greg Baldwin. No, Adam Baldwin's
0: like the worst. I don't know anything
1: about him really. <laughs> So, But Jane, the character, is pretty yeah. great. So Jane... Actually, I think Jane's town happens after Ariel? Before. Before Ariel, okay. Yeah. So Jane, this... Obviously the most villainous person in the party. They, they go to a town that Jane had been to before. And he's basically in disguise the whole time there. Because last time he was here, he... He crossed the magistrate of the town, and uh, he's expected to be a wanted criminal because of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, When they get there, there is a big statue in his honor. He is the hero of the town, because uh, when he was there, he robbed the magistrate, and as he was leaving, his ship was too heavy, he had to dump some cargo to be able to escape, and he dumped money over the town. So everyone saw him as a Robin Hood hero.
0: Yeah, they thought that that was the intention, but he never intended Mm. to distribute the money to the poor. He just wanted
1: to escape. Yeah. So he finds out that he has become this folk hero of the town. The town loves him. And at the end, his partner in the thing actually got caught, and he was imprisoned, and the magistrate sicks him on him. And in the, the, the his partner confronts him, he goes to take a shot at him and kills him, and a pers- a member of the town, jumps in front of it and takes a shot and dies because of it. And the entire time, so like uh, the the partner talks about how he he, oh, he never meant to, you know, give to the rich. He literally dumped everything he could before like in front of the entire town, yeah, in front of the statue too. Yeah, he says, you know, he. He threw his partner overboard. He threw everything he could except for the money. Oh,
0: yeah, that's why the partner was caught, because he threw the partner (laughs) overboard, too, to to
1: lighten the ship. Yeah. So he threw literally everything on the ship he could other than fuel before he threw the money, and it still wasn't enough, so he finally had to get rid of the money. Mm. And literally, the partner says this. Jane agrees to it in front of the town. He's like, yeah, this is what happened. Because Jane
0: gets legitimately upset that someone would sacrifice himself for him when he never had any good intentions
1: at all. And... And like he he says this to them, they he Jane personally rips the statue down as they're leaving. And as they're leaving, they're like, they're probably just gonna erect that statue back up. Uh Uh-huh. So like that is such even if Jane is not a good person, they Mm -hmm. still need a hero. Yeah. And that is such a powerful ending that the Painted Lady fails to do. If
0: Well, Painted Lady's a slightly different circumstances where everyone thinks that they're good guys until they find out that they're not uh, Fire Nation people mm-hmm. that they're they're actually like people that the propaganda had told them are enemies,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then it like I think like Katara says one line like Hey, have you tried not being assholes?"
1: And they're like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, but, we're good with you." Yeah, I think if they ended with basically the, th- the same way Zuko alone ended, where they yeah, Zuko alone actually does do that well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, if, if you were...
0: it would have been like the opposite, where even though these people heroically saved the town, they still need an enemy to hate, so mm-hmm. they vilify them anyway. Whereas, like Jamestown's the opposite, where they still need a hero, even though he's a piece of shit, they keep him as a hero.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, so out of these episodes we've named, I think the first three from season three are actually are definitely bottom five. Okay. I don't think either of the episodes we said from season two or three are worse than what I said, what did I say it was? The Great Divide, Bottle of the Water Tribe, and, uh, was it, uh, I don't remember anymore. From season one? Yeah, from season one. And the fortune Teller?
0: uh, Fortune Teller, yeah, Yeah. that was the other one. I don't think
1: either of the season two or three episodes were worse than that. Mm. I do think Avatar Day... Is worse than any of the other ones we've mentioned. And then... I still
0: like Kyoshi showing up and being like, I killed Jed the Conqueror, mic yeah. drop.
1: Yeah. So I, I think bottom five episodes are going to be The Painted Lady, Avatar Day, Battle of the Water Tribe, um... Oh no, I did something wrong. Bottle of the Water Tribe, the, uh... The Great Divide, obviously. That is the worst. Uh-huh. And... Uh... Keep forgetting the last one. The fortune Teller. -teller. Well, if you keep keep forgetting it, that's not a good ringing endorsement of the episode as a whole. Mm -hmm. So I think that might be the bottom five for me. I don't know if any of those change, or are there any I didn't mention that are not the worst episodes of a season that you think are worse than the five I said? I,
0: I can't really say that. Um... I mean, I think of those bottom five, Fortune Tellers might actually be
1: the best episode. So I guess... Because it's legitimately funny. So maybe talk about that one. Do you think... So do you think the Fortune Teller is better or worse than The Cave of Two Lovers?
0: I think it's better than The Cave of Two Lovers because while The Secret Tunnel Song is great and there's Mm -hmm. a few good jokes
1: in that, mostly that episode's kind of just boring. Okay. So you think Cave of Two Lovers is actually worse than Fortune Teller? Yeah, I think... Is The Cave of Two... Is The Fortune Teller worse than any of the other episodes that we've said in that top five? Uh, is The Fortune Teller worse than any of the other episodes? I don't think it is. No. I don't think it's worse than Avatar Day. I don't think it's worse than any of the other ones I've... I don't think it's worse than The Pain Lady, because The Pain Lady just bothers me, because it's not quite Janestown. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and when you, when you take out the fact that it's not Janestown, it's just a Captain Planet episode... And, and,
1: uh, and upon thinking about it, Ariel is the best episode of... Uh, 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 Ariel's a great episode. It's yeah. got, like, everything. Just
0: oh, We yeah. applied the cortical electrodes, but... <laughs> <laughs> we applied the cortical
1: electrodes! <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's just the the very end of the the, the very end of that episode is a hundred percent what sells me on it mm-hmm. it also shows that uh i actually think so so
0: that, that's a different that's
1: a different podcast
0: <laughs> this is for the firefly podcast it'll be exactly fourteen
1: episodes long <laughs> <laughs> uh fifteen There's a movie uh, all right it did not get six seasons in a movie no <laughs> So, yeah, I think that might be the bottom five, though. So, just to recap, the bottom five are Avatar Day, The Painted Lady, Great Divide, obviously. Great Divide. Great Divide, Great Divide, Great Divide. Divide,
0: Divide. Yeah, there we go. Got (laughs) Um,
1: it. (laughs) uh, The Tale of... The Cave of Two Lovers and Bato of the Water Tribe. Did that sound right to you?
0: I think you said Bato of the Water Tribe twice and left out the fortune teller. again. No, no, we we (laughs) determined the fortune teller wasn't on there.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right. So uh you want do top 5 best? Yeah,
0: here's Kay. the good stuff. Do you
1: want to do the same way I did or do you want to try to think of the top 5 best for you?
0: I mean, I could try to think of it, but let's let's do it the same way. I'm going to I'm going to be thinking in my mind of what okay. I think are the top 5 best and we'll see if they show up here. All right, so
1: top 5 best in season 1. The Storm, The Blue Spirit, Season North, Season North Part 2, of and course, of course, uh, the uh, waterbending master. No, no, no. Avatar Roku. Oh, yeah, that Souls makes sense. Part 2. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So, of those five... The Storm is obviously a huge contender, and so is the Blue Spirit. Yep, the Storm and the Blue Spirit are the only two I can think of that... Uh, no. Season, Season, Season of Part the 2, I think, is definitely the best episode in that. You've got Ko the Face Stealer. Yep. Season of... And you have... You have... Uh, Iroh completely... Losing his shit. He's just fucking bodies, chow. <laughs> yeah. So I think Season North Part 2 is for sure the best episode of that season.
0: Uh, even over the blue spirit and the storm?
1: Um, I just think what th- happen- Those are... Th- it's tough competition at that point. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Season North Part 1 is also... It's Season North Part 1, Season North Part 2, The Storm, I'm gonna, The Blue I'm Spirit, say that we, and then Avatar Roku.
0: I'm going to make a call to say that other than uh, The Serpent's Pats uh, and The Drill, we keep the, the two-parters as one episode for this okay. ranking. Okay. Uh, and those,
1: the, neither of those two episodes are going to be in our top five, so that, yeah. that's irrelevant. So, okay. So, I think Season North is definitely the best episode of Season 1. My favorite episode is probably The Storm. Or The Blue uh, Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, the epi- when season one is good, it is really good. <laughs> yeah. So, let's say for now, Season North Part 1, The Storm, and The Blue Spirit are in contenders. Okay, okay. okay. Alright, and is there anything else in season one that you think de- belongs mm-hmm. in the contention of top five that was not mentioned as top five, like, acclaimed episodes?
0: Uh, the one with, um...
1: The one with Zhang Zhang, I really like. So that is, uh... Shit, what is that episode? Is that,
0: uh... The the, Deserter. The Deserter, yeah. I actually really like that episode. Okay. I think that episode's really good. I like Zhang Zhang as a character. I like that the whole thing's a
1: send-up to Apocalypse Now. (laughs) So do you think that is better than any of the other five I mentioned, though? (sighs) Is the desert so the deserter is not better than the Storm of the Blue Spirit or Siege of the North. No, no, it's not. Um It I Is it better than uh I don't think it's better than any of the other episodes. What were the other ones? What Avatar the, Roku? I don't think it's better than Avatar Roku. It's it,
0: it's close to Avatar Roku, but I I don't think I could definitively say it's better.
1: Okay. And so I had to add another one, I think. So the the next highest one is the Waterbending Master. I think it's better than the Waterbending Master. Okay. Sorry, the Southern Air Temple. Oh, Southern Air Ooh, Southern Air Temple's a
0: really good episode. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, we'll 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 call the deserter an honorable, but Honorable mention. Okay.
1: Do you think the Southern Air Temple is better than any of the other three? I don't think it is. No. I think it's a very good episode if it's not better than the other three.
0: It's definitely the episode where you go, Oh, this might actually be oh, a good show. Oh, <laughs> it introduces
1: Zhao and you have the Agni Kai. That mm-hmm. that's a really gr- that's a really great part. Alright. So season two. So right now we have in our top in our top five contention is the Storm, the Blue Spirit, and Season of the North. Mm-hmm. Okay. So season two. We have The Blind Bandit, Zuko Alone, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, The Tales of Bossing say, "Um, Crossroads of Destiny, and then it is a three way tie in the next best episode between The Drill, um. Lake Lao Guy, and The Guru. Lake Lao So let's, let's 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 let's, let's determine the fifth spot in the top
0: five. Of okay, game. so I'm going to take the drill out of contention right now. Okay, because while that is a cool
1: fight scene, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of substance. So and then you have scene. the Guru and Lake Laogai. guy. So I think Lake Laogai guy is better than the Guru. Did Jet just die? Did Jet just die? It's very quick. <laughs> I think Lake Laogai guy is better than the Guru. My opinion. Like
0: I love the Guru. It's a great episode, mm-hmm. and I actually like as little as he's in the show. I love Guru
1: Patik as a mm-hmm. character, but like Loud Guy is pretty, is a pretty excellent episode. Mm-hmm. And the honorable mention that I think belongs on here that is technically worse than all of these based on ratings is Appa's Lost Day. That is the next episode that does not make the cut.
0: <sighs> Appa's Lost Day is just a really sad episode. It's so sad. Oh, Tales of Bossing Say is not in there. It was. It was okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, overall, I don't know if Tales of Ba Say" would be the episode, best episode, but the tale of Iroh is just such a good moment in the show. The...
1: Yeah, it, it just shows... Tales of Bossing Say." Se, Iroh's story, just shows how, like... How, like, essentially how hurt the character actually is. Like, the... it, it is literally listening to Johnny Cash's hurt. Yeah. Uh... One other thing I've
0: heard someone say about, as feedback about the podcast is like, oh, you guys really love Iroh. You just will not stop talking about how great Iroh is. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's basically the conceit of this show. We want you
1: all to know how great Iroh is. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about the top five. I, I, I agree that Appa's Last Day doesn't belong in the top five, but it is one of my personal favorites. Mm. Okay. Um, the Blind Bandit was one of my personal favorite episodes of this podcast. Okay. So. Um, so... Zuko Alone is the best episode of the season, in my opinion. Zuko Alone is just a quality
0: episode mm-hmm. from start to finish. It, it executes on the Janestown thing in the way you wanted yes. the Painted Lady to. Exactly. Um, it borrows a lot of influence from both uh, spaghetti westerns and old like Chambara films, mm-hmm. like Kurosawa stuff, like Yojimbo, um, which I think is. Is great. Mm -hmm. The episode that borrows from Kurosawa's
1: other really famous film is fucking The Great Divide, though. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think we can agree that Zuko alone is probably going to be a top five. And at least is in contention to go forward. Mm. Okay. Is Crossroads of Destiny, does that belong in... Crossroads of Destiny is the finale, uh, where Mm -hmm. that episode is also incredible. Yes, it is. So... I think that episode is better than Tales of Bossing say. How much? No matter how much I love the the Iroh story, I think it is better than Tales of Bossing say, and I think it's better than the Black Bandage.
0: The moment where, after all of the character growth, he goes through Zuko still decides to turn against Iroh and Ang mm-hmm. is, I
1: think, one of the single best moments in the show. Yep. And I, the thing I love about that is when Iroh is fighting them until he's just like, yeah, they're out. Like, Iroh is on their side and is like, well, I'm not going to, because Iroh could have ended that fight. Probably. Iroh could have defeated Zuko and Azula. There is no question in my mind, if he wanted to, he could have defeated them, escaped, and been fine. It is the sheer look of disappointment on his face at the end when he literally just concedes, like, yep, you got this, I'm not going to fight you, there's no point here. (laughs) <laughs> and just the look of disappointment on his face—he's already lost the moral victory this day. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think the Blind Bandit, even though it introduces Toph, it's a very fun episode. It's—I feel like the Blind Bandit is
0: itself a very big turning point in the show, mm-hmm. and what it represents
1: may be better than what the episode is itself. Yeah. So I think, and I don't think. So actually, question is: Tales of Bossing say. Or the Blind Bandit, better than any of the other three that we said from season one? Is it better than The Storm? Is it better than Seizures in the North? And is it better than. Uh, I want to give Tales of Bossing say a lot of credit just for Iroh's tale, but it's also got a lot of fluff in it. It's mm-hmm. a very unbalanced episode. Yeah, I, I don't. I think Tales of Bossing say is just how much we love Iroh. Yeah, it might be. And, like, I mean, it, it does. Like, that may be in contention for the other single best moment of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think the episode as a whole has too much, like, just fluffing it to be better than those other three that we mentioned in season one. Right. And I don't think the... I don't think the Blind Bandit is better than any of the other three from season one that we mentioned.
2: Mm.
1: No, probably not. So, right now, season one is carrying it. They got three to two. It's three to two season one to season two. <laughs> Season 2's got... Well, if we are... Crossroads of Destiny, we're
0: combining the two finale episodes, which makes sense. That's mm-hmm. how we're doing it. And then, yeah, you've got uh,
1: Zuko alone, which is very strong. Yeah. All right. So, it all changed when we got to Season 3, though. <laughs> when Book 3 fire attacked. Yeah. All right. So, let's see. So, we're going to call Sozin's Combo one episode. Yep. Obviously, that's the highest rated, right? <laughs> uh, part uh, 3 and 4. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we're going to call the Invasion 1 episode. Sure. Yep. Alright. So, uh, the Avatar and the Fire Lord. Oh, so is the Turtle. <laughs> uh, the Puppet Master. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um... This one gets a little bit... It, it gets a little bit weird because... So, the Boiling Rock Part 2 is the next highest episode.
0: But Boiling Rock Part 1 isn't nearly as highly rated.
1: So there are other episodes higher rated than the Boiling Rock Part 1, but there are no... So I think we're going to have to call the Boiling Rock as number five. Uh, that makes sense. I, I really do like the way the Boiling mm-hmm. Rock ends. Because, again, the moment where uh, May and Tylee turn on Azula yep. is
0: a really good And moment.
1: I think when you consider them one episode, it is much better than the Boiling Rock Part 1 and the Boiling Rock Part 2.
0: It is a two-parter that I don't feel like needed to be two episodes. I feel like you could have done it with mm-hmm. one episode. Because the Boiling Rock Part 2 is where everything happens and the rest of it is just kind of wheel spinning. Yeah. yeah,
1: But I don't think... Either part of the boiling rock is better than the other five episodes we've said so far. Probably not. Okay. Sozin's Comet beats out one of the other five. We have to figure out which one it is, but it does. Uh huh. Okay. It frankly does. Yes. Well, Sozin's Comet's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we will put that in our six contenders right now. Mm-hmm. And I think Avatar and the Fire Lord beats out one of the other five as well. Okay. I think we have to figure it out, but I think it does. Um. I I like the Puppet Master. I, I love... Day of Black Sun. I think Day of Black Sun belongs in the top five.
0: Mm, yeah, it very well
1: might. I think it might.
0: That's the actual part where Zuko finally does make his yeah. turn to good, where he decisively confronts Ozai, which again is another very... And Iroh moment. single-handedly
1: breaks himself out of prison with no <laughs> ability have... to firebend. But completely <laughs> off-screen. I think that's going to count against it a little bit. Um... But I, I do think as much as I love the Puppet Master, it's not a top five, and Oh god. Yeah, you're probably right. As much as I love the Fire Bending Masters, it's it's probably not top five. Mm. So I think we need to narrow it down. So right now we have Invasion of the North, we have the Blue Spirit, and we have the Storm. Uh-huh. We have Zuko Alone. And we have Crossroads of Destiny. Uh-huh. And then we have uh, the Day of Black Sun, the Avatar and the Fire Lord, and Sozin's Comet. So well, we have eight. We've narrowed it down to eight. We have eight. We need to narrow it down to five somehow. All right. So, so what three don't make the cut? If I'm being Ooh. completely honest with myself... We're not cutting Sozin's Comet. I don't think there's any way we can do No. That. I think this might be the point where one of the season one episodes need to get the axe. Yeah, and I think if I have to choose in season one that I'm cutting one out of top five, it's probably... It's probably Invasion of the North. I could see that. I think just... And this is my personal opinion on it. I love backstory more than I love in the moment. uh well, Blue Spirit doesn't have a lot going on as far as backstory I either. I, I, I it's agree. just fucking cool. <laughs> but the the interact what what sells the Blue Spirit to me is the last scene where Aang is talking to Zuko. Mm. That is what sells me on the Blue Spirit. So if I am immediately making a cut right now, it is Siege of the North, and that's because it is literally just all it is awesome, but it's all like in the now awesome, right? Sure. Okay. We can, we can cut that. Okay. Um, season two we have Zuko alone and uh, Crossroads of Destiny. You
0: know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a lock on uh, on three episodes. Okay. I'm gonna lock Zuko alone. I'm gonna lock the storm, and I'm gonna lock Susan's Comet. Okay. I don't feel like those should not be in the top five.
1: So now the question comes between. Uh. So, so, Crossroads of Destiny, the Blue Spirit, and uh, the Avatar and the Fire Lord in the Day of Black Sun. So, Avatar and the Fire Lord is, for the same reason that I love the Storm, one of my favorite episodes. Like It's just like learning the intricacies of like the world around you, which is weird because in books, I hate world building. <laughs> but in like shows, when it's done right, it is like the best thing for me. One thing I really like about
0: the Avatar and the Fire Lord is that it puts out the fact that while Avatar Roku is this very wise and very powerful figure, he's also very
1: human and fallible. Yes. So I, I, I do think that the Avatar and the Fire Lord is in my top five, and I, I, I don't think you can convince me otherwise. Okay. I would knock Day so of Black Sun and cross of Destiny out there before I knock that one out of it. Okay, so I'm guessing that one's a lock for you, so mm-hmm. then we've just got to lock in one more. Yeah. So it's a question whether or not, is Day of Black Sun, The Crossroads of Destiny, or uh, actually, I think it's just those two we have to figure out. Mm. Between those two, I would probably knock out uh, Day of Black Sun. And I I would agree, actually. And I think it's because of kind of the same stuff I've mentioned before, where it's, it is awesome, but it's in the now awesome.
0: Right. Um, As far as in the now awesome goes, I think the moment where Zuko actually fails to redeem himself is much more interesting of a moment than the one the where, where he, he actually, actually does.
1: Yep, and although I do think it is very heavy, the moment where Hakoda decides to, like, it's like, you guys have to go, and then Sokka and are like, no, you know, we just got you back, we can't lose you again, but that is a very, like, touching moment, <laughs> and it is very, like... I I think it's more like showing how awesome Hakoda is versus anyone else, though. Right. (laughs) Hakoda's like, no, you must live, so we all must live.
0: I like that that Day of Black Sun is the episode where it's cashing in on a lot of the setup that they had Mm -hmm.
1: in both seasons one and two. And I like like how they don't win. Like, it it ends on a, we lost. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's like a we lost but hope isn't lost type thing, right? Like as long as the av- like we've shown the avatars alive and hope isn't lost, but yeah, hope is still just a baby in Ba Sing Se. Yeah, Hope's still alive. <laughs> yeah, the ha- yeah, Fire Lord hasn't learned that she exists yet. Yeah, but he will learn and try to exterminate <laughs> her in uh, the in yeah. Comet. <laughs> the entirety of Intosan's Comet is him trying to kill that one baby. Yeah, he I doesn't know where it is. But we have to...
0: somewhere in Ba Sing Se, If
1: I just burn down the entire Earth Kingdom, <laughs> I will. I will kill hope. Yeah. So I think we have our top five, though. It is in no particular order: Sozin's Comet, uh, The The Avatar of the Fire Lord, Zuko Alone, The Storm, and s- Did we say Siege of the North? No, we cut Siege of the no, North. No, we cut Siege of the North. What was the fourth one? Crossroads of Destiny. Crossroads of Destiny. Yes. yes. Yeah. So that those are our top five. Cool. Neat. Um. So, uh, Let's talk a little bit about the podcast. Sure. In general. So, looking at podcast stats, Season 1 has gotten some... Season 1 has some decent traction. And... Um, By far, um,
0: our most... Legitimately played episode is the first episode uh, Which and probably means a lot of people Will be like hey this is an interesting idea Click it and be like oh no they sound awful Why, so, so I think, why are they in a wind
1: tunnel Recording this yeah, So I think part of it is that like you mentioned It is a a meme mm-hmm. So people might google it and it might pop up And they might listen to it
0: But I could see someone being like Is mm-hmm. there a, is there a good
1: uh, avatar
0: related mm-hmm. podcast Oh here's one. Oh no they sound awful So one what question I
1: have is does the fact that it is our shortest episode benefit it?
0: I think that an hour has been our magic number if I'm being honest. okay. Um,
1: we do see a we ro- don't know
0: we don't know from the stats if someone played it from start to finish. Okay. We only know that someone clicked the play button. Yeah.
1: so. And one thing we know is the episodes following have at least been seeded by 50 bots for a little bit. Yeah, there was a time where bots just kept dumping on our episodes. Mm-hmm. But with that said, we do have about a hundred plus listens. You know, it's not a lot, but it's a it means at least a hundred people have decided they want to listen to some dumb idiots talk about the show at some right, point. Right. And it looking at the the taglines, it's not because of anything like catchy in the tagline. Right. So that means that at least a third of the people that have listened to our first podcast they decided it was worth listening to again. I mean, for some
0: reason, we got a lot of views for the April Fools episode where we talk about Clerks animated. Uh, I don't know why that one has an abnormally high amount of views.
1: Uh, well, and we also have a. I think we have our most legitimately viewed episode is the Blue Spirit one, followed by the or after the 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 first episode, because that one we figured out that some, like some random like, basic. It's it is similar to being bot bombed. But it's not quite. There is there was a channel that it was like reposted. Yeah, there was a channel that reposts things, and I think it's like a you pay them to repost your stuff, right? So it was similar to a bot bomb, but it was legitimate listens. Mm-hmm. So people that follow that listen to the podcast. Um, and there was a noticeable drop, and uh, we're gonna blame it on Alex. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 figured out that. The, the drop in listens was after Alex, and we're going to blame it for plugging Best Buy. Apparently, everyone hates Best Buy. Um,
0: Some people do not know. A lot of the people on this sh- that we've had as guests do not listen to podcasts, so when we ask them to plug stuff, they're like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Anyway, we do have a decent thing for the clerks. Fine, that's I, think cute.
1: That, I, I don't know, that was fun. I enjoyed it. And the plot device family got a lot. I don't know why the harrowing of the... I think that one got botted. You think so? But I I don't think it got like that aggressive. I wonder if we can... I think we can check that, actually, uh, in this thing. Maybe not. Mm. It might just show top tracks. No, it just shows top tracks. Uh, So we can see how many times we've been reposted, which has been 14 times. mm -hmm. And the episode... So the first episode has been reposted a couple times... And then episodes two, three, and four have been reposted. And then episode seven randomly. Ah. Well, that might be it. Reposted. Oh, so, but they've also, with that said, they've been reposted by, actually. By Craig. And this guy. So, actually, according to this, the yeah. podcast that we are claiming got reposted hasn't been reposted. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Blue Spirit was not in the list? It was not. Oh. Huh. Well, that's weird. Yeah. So maybe we're just dumb idiots and DJ lied to me. Oh, no, it's in other. It's in other? Yeah, remember that
0: the, there's other tracks? No. See, See that? The the gray? Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh, so maybe it was... Yeah, it was one of the others. Oh, maybe. Okay. Well, what causes it being listed as other? It, 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 SoundCloud just only lists five, and then everything oh. else is other. Oh, okay. So because the other ones have been reposted a couple times right less than the, the other oh, yeah. okay that makes sense
0: but yeah we uh i'm sure this is riveting to listen to yeah i so, talking about soundcloud so shout out to
1: our our number one fan toad killer dog <laughs> that's a soundcloud name mm-hmm. i also want to shout out uh, the the guy who, uh who has emailed us multiple times that isn't evie because we know evie personally so that doesn't count Craffin. Craffin. Uh, I think it might be the same person. So. You think Craffin I, and- I can't... I you could think- not be sure. Let's not assume. You think Craffin and Tokyo Killer Dog might be the same person? Maybe. Okay. Well, we'll never know. We'll Unless never they know. tell us.
0: Unless they tell Yeah.
1: Um... um. And they had mentioned potentially wanting to be on this, but DJ said, "No, you're a dumb idiot. And I hate you." Well, not you. no. I I said the DJ for, said exactly for this specific episode, it wouldn't be the best one no. to have. It right on. before we got on, like, do we want to do another one to be on? He's like, "No, Harafin's a dumb idiot. I don't want him on our podcast." That's not what I DJ, said. DJ 2020. That's not what I said. He said it.
0: You don't say that.
1: No one can prove me wrong. Um, we've actually gotten some pretty decent listens to our uh, to your you and Kevin doing uh, the Dragon Dragon Prince. Prince yeah. And which we're gonna keep doing that. And we've had a pretty, like, steady,
0: like, 50 lessons, which... Might even have Jake as a guest on Dragon Prince. That'd be fun. Uh, I have a lot of
1: theories. Uh-huh. Which have not come to fruition yet. I really hope that they renew that for season four. Is it up in the air? I know they mentioned they have seven seasons worth of content. <laughs> oh, it's always up
0: in the air. Netflix is, uh, fickle. Okay. Unless you are named Stranger Things, I don't think anything is guaranteed.
1: Um... So yeah, we've gotten a consistent, though, like, 50, we're getting like about 50 per track now, which means, I think that means that we have 50 people that actually care about listening to us, which I appreciate every single one of you, even if I haven't shouted you out personally, because I don't know you. You don't want to talk to me, so you don't exist.
0: That said, I know our schedule has been harder and harder to keep as we've been going on with this, so we I, I know we've been a bit infrequent, and that's... Largely because of just life stuff happening. Um, hey, D.A. hates all of you. Well, we've almost done this for two years now. Two years is a long time to be doing a
1: thing. Yeah. How many episodes have we actually uh, put out? At least sixty-one. Well, no, not at, at least six. What we have done over sixty.
0: I said at least sixty-one. Well, sixty-one is the number of episodes of the show, but we're we condensed So, we in so at we, least 58. because of because of the bonus episodes, we're definitely over sixty.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and like I said, we plan to do the uh, the Lost Adventures and then the Promise and then maybe some Coral.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I but you know due to our schedule slip, I can't give a definite timeline for when we're going to be getting those out. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we will. So,
1: we've actually to gotten min- plays from some multiple different countries, which I think is kind of cool as well. Uh, outside of the United States, our number one listen is Australia. That's cool. Followed by Sweden. That's cool. Um, I think that's great. We have a looking at this number right here, top cities. Apparently, we have a decent amount of friends that are listening to this because I'm basing, I'm considering that anyone in Connecticut is probably just someone I know.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> so there's at least three people in Connecticut that listen to our podcast. Yes. I, by the way, and I can a, tell you that that is for a fact true. I, by the way, am our number three top listener. <laughs> yeah, and I don't listen to us that much, so people don't like us. Yeah, no,
0: <laughs> I, I also don't listen to um, us that much because also I a this, shout
1: so. out to uh, Yukari Yakumo, who is our second top listener. Yep, don't know who that is. Don't know if it's one of your stream yeah, callers or they, not. They they watch my stream. It's
0: it's it's great. It's a okay. great time. Nostalgic Nights on Twitch. As I That's mentioned, good. like... They're, I'm playing Devil May Cry right now. It's great. Bad. bad. I made it all the way through uh, up to four. I, Was three, three the bad one? Uh, two is the bad Two's one. Two is the bad one, okay. Uh, it, it follows the Star Trek rules where every even-numbered one is the bad one and every odd-numbered one is good. Okay.
1: <sighs> they're making it the last of us TV
0: show. I heard about that. Everyone was talking about who they want to have cast as various
1: people. The uh, the current writer or whoever, someone in charge of the show has promised to make Ellie gay. I mean, isn't she gay in the in the game? Allegedly. Yeah. The, the if The Last of
0: Us 2 is actually a real thing that happens and not just an elaborate hoax by Sony. <laughs> There's no proof
1: that it is going to happen yet. They pulled out of E3 and made me really sad. Not E3, uh, PAX, and made me really sad. Coronavirus. Monella virus.
0: I might actually be dying of coronavirus right now. I hope you well are. Speak. Who knows? That is the goal. My nose is a little runny right now. That I, I think that's a thing, right?
1: No. no. Runny nose is not a symptom of coronavirus. It is cough, shortness of breath, and uh, fever. Oh. It is very, very specific. Mm.
0: Guys, stay safe and wash your hands. Or don't
1: wash your hands and get everyone sick. Who knows? Stop spindling my soundproofing thing. I can do what I want with it. It's mine. Um. So, is there anything, DJ, that you would have done differently looking back at the podcast? Uh, it would have been nice if our earlier episode sounded better. Okay. <laughs> but that's, that's the, there's always a learning curve with uh, audio mixing and uh, sound equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think even if we had came into it with a perfect sound room and top-of-the-line equipment... We would have fucked it up by being dumb. Yeah, probably. Um. Um, I think we are exactly offensive enough. I am perfectly content with the amount of offensive I am. That's fair. Um, I think there have been times where we have attempted to get guests on too aggressively. And thus hurt our scheduling? I think either hurt our scheduling or the guests were kind of just there as like a, we feel like we should have a guest and they were more of an afterthought. It was around season two where we decided that we would abandon the idea of having a guest for every episode. And I think that actually is a good thing. I yeah. think, I think a, having a guest on if they want to be on an episode is good because that means that they have some sort of insight or they really like the episode in a way that they think they could add something to it. I, right.
0: I think the one, like the ones where we had brought series newbies in, like where we brought in Franny and Christine, mm-hmm. those, I, I think those were good episodes.
2: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think that I'm
0: not gonna actually like call out any of the guests we've had and say that they were. But, yeah, but Craig, you're but, terrible.
2: <laughs> except
1: for Craig, we'll call him out. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I I do They'll sit think, there and be
0: like, you don't say that.
1: I actually do think this would have been a decent episode to have a guest on just. But maybe someone who... Someone could. who has already been on the show. Mm-hmm. I feel like
0: if it's going to be someone... I actually new, think this would have been good to have Craig the, on. I want an episode episode. Yeah, but Craig's recording another podcast because he, he's you've moved on from us. Um, well, it's
1: also that... Uh,
0: he's better than us now. He's better than us.
1: Who watches The Watchmen? It's Craig.
0: Yeah, that's like the Watchmen. name of the podcast. I think it's Watchmen than the Machine. I think it is just well, Men of the, the Machine, but that particular, those particular episodes are called Watchmen of the Machine, mm-hmm. where they, they go issue by issue through Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Um, if so. you like that, if you like this, <laughs>
1: that is this, but with Watchmen. It's pretty good. I I don't think there would have been, I, I think I like the, uh, the format that we do a single episode for... Uh, Episode for episode. If we start combining episodes, we're going to have two-hour podcasts every time. Yeah, no one wants to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, And I think the biggest thing I like that we've done is not trying... Uh, we haven't tried to script this in any way. Yes. Everything we've done... Has we have been... a few like reoccurring segments
0: like Iroh's Wisdom. But... Mm-hmm. And we have a general format that we follow. But no, it's,
1: it's all very off the cuff. Yeah. And... I don't think there is a negative to scripting a podcast. I think there is some benefit to it, but I personally like the genuine feel of what we do. And maybe if if anyone listens wants to comment on it if like I I just think it does feel more genuine when you don't come in overly prepared, like overly researched. I think it you know I think the more you prepare, the less it feels like you are a a fan of the show, and more as you are trying to. We're checking the boxes like a watch mojo list. Or like.
0: Like it comes off more critical. Right. Well, I, I specifically chose the term recap and not review for this podcast. <laughs> Because I don't believe that what we do would actually be considered criticism. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Except when we criticize it. I mean, we do criticize, <laughs> but I, I don't think that any of what we say should be taken as legitimate criticism. Because there, there's definitely blind spots we have as far as like the medium of animation goes and the actual work that's put mm-hmm. into it. I feel like to bring that kind of critical lens, we would need to be more informed than we are. So really it's just us talking about what we did and didn't like about the show. Less than
1: any sort of formal and, criticism or uh, review. Yeah, uh, is there anything you are like proud of or wish you could have improved upon? Mm, I like some of the titles I came up with for episodes. I'm the one who comes up with all the titles, by the way, <laughs> except when I tell you a title to come up with. And Sometimes you you've it, told me, and then you just do something different anyway. Like Sometimes a, I just do something different, like again. an asshole.
0: Well, a lot of times I forget it. You'll tell me to come up with a title, and I'll be like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. And then a week later, what the hell did we come up with? <laughs> ah, i got
1: to edit this now anyway. Um, I think the thing that I am I, – I, I know it's probably being done ironically, but I know we have one person who's listening to the podcast just because. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am – I – I do appreciate the people I don't know who seem to get some enjoyment out of us talking because I don't... I don't know if we are that entertaining, but apparently some people do like listening to it, and I, I, I do feel very... Uh, <laughs> High praise of God. You're not the worst podcast
0: to listen to. Yeah.
1: I do get some sense of uh, accomplishment out of that. Um, I... Maybe I'd want to be a little bit more prepared going into episodes. Not necessarily scripting it, but, like... Not forgetting everything half the time from what we've just watched. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Well, when we do the comics, we'll have them actually physically on hand. So we can actually, like, look and go, oh,
1: yeah, on this page, okay. So that'll that'll be nice. That's actually one of my concerns, though, is doing comics is being... Because I don't want to read the comics like on not podcasts. sit there. Re- well, no, we won't do that. But I feel like it's hard to recap something that you're reading without basically like and then on this page and then on that page and then on that page. That's one of my fears in the comics. And I want to try to not do that. And that is my goal is to not do that.
0: Right. Oh, um speaking of which, while well, we're we're doing all this navel gazing here, if any of you listeners have any suggestions on how we could format or improve things going forward, we'd definitely be open to them. If there's something we do that you like and you'd like to hear more of or something we don't do that you would like us to do, we definitely would want to hear suggestions like that.
1: If people want us to throw hot dogs at DJ's nipples more, we'll do it.
0: I don't know why that... I don't don't even remember that joke. It was like in, what, episode five or something? Yeah, it was the... the first episode Kevin
1: was on, I'm pretty sure. Yeah uh imprisoned i think maybe mm-hmm. i don't know that was one where we had a big nazi tangent and yet that's the joke that gets through. i think we were talking about how it was like a howard stern type podcast yeah um i do one of my favorite moments of podcasting this was the random like tangent we went on with albie about jonestown oh yeah i don't know why for some reason i i I really enjoyed It was because that. we had to, to explain to him what drinking the Kool-Aid meant. Yeah. Just something about that. Like, I really enjoyed that. That was probably my, like, one of my most memorable moments of this podcast so far, <laughs> was explaining Jonestown to Albie. I, I mean,
0: I like that... Uh, because of the throwaway joke in the t- in one episode that we had fairly recently, we've started using turtle as an adjective. <laughs> Being a turtle? Yeah, be, you could be a turtle. Well, no, it's a noun, right? Yeah. yeah. You, you, someone can be a turtle, yes. Yeah. Not to be confused with someone who is a turtle. and Not a literal turtle. Not like Dana Carvey in Master of Disguise. <laughs> um, but like, it, and again, that's a joke about entourage, which...
1: I'm not actually a huge fan of that show, but... I enjoy it. It was good enough. It got me through a month of television. Yeah, I guess there's something to be said about that. Uh,
0: Had its moments. I heard the movie was awful.
1: It was Entourage. Okay. It was just a long episode of Entourage? Yeah, that's all it was. It was a long episode of Entourage. Mm. Just like, this is a long episode of people talking about talking about a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're going. I, on... I'm actually running out. I, 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 really don't think I have much more to talk about. Yeah, we can probably go and start wrapping this up. So, so what is your DJ's wisdom of the day
0: for the podcast? My wisdom of the day for the podcast don't is: don't smother your kids. Don't smother your kids. Put soundproofing on your ceiling. Don't try to cover the entire wall. Uh, just checkerboard it a little bit.
1: And uh, don't listen gonna... to Avatar: The Last Airbender. Pedophilia is still wrong. Yes, if
0: you are 115, you have no business with a 14 year old girl. Yeah, that freaking he's 112.
1: right, but he's a freaking goblin, forcing himself on that 14 year old girl. Weird little girl.
0: goblin who wore her down and eventually won her over at the end.
1: At the age of 112.
0: At, at the age of 112.
1: Finally snagged himself a 14 year old girl.
0: He goes. He goes down to to like I don't know whatever club he hangs out with. He gives Edward Cullen a high five. <laughs>
1: So yeah, I do think that's all we have to talk about, though, in this uh, little retrospective. I, I, I'm sure this is probably going to be a more boring episode for some people, but it felt it felt right.
0: Yeah, and again, we're building this as a bonus episode, so if you skipped over it, then that's fine. I mean, you wouldn't know that I said it's fine unless you listened to the end of it. <laughs> the so, it was... uh,
1: so, the next thing we're going to do is probably going to be the lost episode. Is the lost episode, lost chapter, lost yeah. lost something?
0: Uh, yeah, it's the lost adventures. I think it got lost. And we'll yeah we'll be checking that out. I don't have a definite time frame for when our next episode is. We might be taking a little bit of a break.
1: I'm just not sure if I have time to read it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very busy right now.
0: But when when we come back, we'll we'll come back at a time when it is good to have us. <laughs> so, I hope we got some of you. DJ trying jobs to let you have tre- tre- DJ's know. trying to get you to
1: have us like a freaking goblin pervert. Yeah. A weird 112
0: year old goblin.
1: <laughs> so. We really make fun of that, but I, 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 I actually think that, uh, like, Zutara is pretty stupid, and uh... and so is your face. So, anyone who wants to get in contact with us, we have an email address that DJ knows by heart.
0: Yeah, it's getairband at gmail.com. How do you not know it by heart? I do know
1: it by heart, but DJ. So you it, want me to say it. I want DJ to say it. We have a Twitter that DJ also knows by heart that he does not manage in any way. It is at Get Airbent. Um, we will read your email if it is a legitimate email and not from a bot. Yeah, we got
0: another bot email, but they're all like the same. They follow a template, so it's yeah. not as
1: interesting to read them. out. Or if your email is from a bot, but funny, we might read it.
2: <laughs> I actually, <laughs> actually hashtag actually, uh, to miss Gaddafi.
0: I actually have to give uh, props to Evie for the the good uh, bot email joke.
1: <laughs> It did throw me... Up. At first, I thought it was, like, actually a bot email for a second. Like, I'm like, did someone actually listen to our podcast in some way and know that Evie is someone who has emailed us before and used an email like that? But it was a good joke. Yeah. I appreciated it. So, they know it again, get in touch with us, um... We aren't opposed to the idea of having a call-in at some point. Maybe, like, having... If, if someone wants to talk to us and be on the podcast, maybe we could do a segment at the end where we have maybe, like, a Q&A with them, or they say I, what they...
0: I feel like if you're someone who doesn't know this and you want to get in on an episode, you get a real episode. Mm-hmm. You get to be a real guest on a real episode.
1: Or, like I said, we could potentially, like, if you are just interested in talking to us or, you know, you want... You have ideas that you want to bounce off us, of, like, We wouldn't mind just having you in as a call-in for a little bit either. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd need to get actual speakers if we wanted to have a call-in function, though, and not, like, an actual recorded guest. Um, not necessarily. We can figure it out. Okay. But (laughs) that's not for now. For now, I think we're going to wrap up this episode. The next thing we are going to be talking about is The Lost Adventures, book three. Mm -hmm. We already talked about book one and two. But for now, I'd like to thank you for listening and remind you to get get bent. bent.